Yep, we're live. And hold on, guys. Listen to this. Oh, Wait, we're God. live now? Yeah, we are live right now, guys. This episode of the Morning CA is brought to you by Key Sparkling Water. Let me tell you about this, this brand right now. They have Key Lime, Blood Orange Cherry, and Pineapple Passion Fruit. Um, it's different than your normal seltzers. I think normally when you drink a seltzer, you feel like you're 500 pounds afterwards because all the bubbles and whatnot. This, there's a little bit of bubbles, but not much. There's no added sugar. Um, real fruit shenanigan free. Again, the right amount of bubbles. Hydration built to crush. Tough can for hardworking hands. I'm still working on the whole hardworking hand thing, but these are very, very good. Uh, let me just take a quick little sippy sip. Yeah, that's the spot, Blood Orange Cherry. So, guys, head over to keysparklingwater.com. Uh, use promo code TMS24. That'll save you 20% off. Uh, yeah, check them out. Brownie, we're, we're working on getting you, getting you some product and some apparel soon. Check for the mail. As possible. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Check the mail. Um, but, yeah, all right, guys. So, keysparklingwater.com, TMS24. Saves you 20%. Intro music now. Hell yeah, welcome to Morning Skate. It's February 1st. When did that happen? I don't know, but here we are. You got your host, Ked, joined by my co-host, Brownie. Uh, we're going to bring you all NHL news, entertainment, all up-to-date stuff. Uh, player polls are out, which is going to be kind of cool to talk about. Um, there's going to be some kind of upsetting talk in terms of uh, what's kind of going on with Hockey Canada, which is really shitty. But we're also going to try to spread some positivity. So, Brownie, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm trying to... Uh put this that we are live while we're talking so, so, so i wouldn't even worry about it i think I'm you do that done. i i think you do it every time and it doesn't i don't i just i don't know if it needs to be done i think i think they already I know we're live link or no no i i would honestly because it's already posted Look, on our facebook you don't even have done. to do it i just gotta hit send uh, right, okay did i put a link or no no i i don't think you need to because where you're right, posting right. that we're live it already shows up that we're live I don't understand how that works, but whatever. It's because we're live. Yeah, you keep saying that. Like, I'm going to understand it. I feel like you're trying to explain, like, how to program a, something to me that I don't understand. I, oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, how are you, dude? I, I knew good, you went buddy. to Matthews tonight. Just got home. Just got yeah. home. Late game. Well, not a late game. A long ride. I, I went to see the Northeastern Huskies play across the border at UNH. And uh, they secured the dub, which we'll talk about. As we progress, uh, I'm good. Good week. Cranking out jobs. Got a big job coming. And I even got to go plow a little bit in the, with this half-assed storm that we had. So that was pretty hilarious to me. But hey, so is, that, is, that, a, is that annoying or is that just like money in the pocket where you're like, hell yeah? Well, a little bit of both. A little bit of both because I wasn't going to plow at all. I didn't even have to plow on. And then one of my big driveways, big ticket driveway, reached out to me like, hey, you coming? I'm like, I wasn't going to, but if you want me to, I will. And she was like, yes, please. We're afraid it's going to ice. And I was like, okay. And then as soon as that happened, I sent out a mass text to all my other driveways. And I was like, hey, some people have asked me to come by and give them a pass. If anybody wants, please reach out. And I would say a little more than half did. So keep the change. Cut, took yeah. me about two hours and made a little little cash on a weekday that I wasn't expecting. So 
There's nothing wrong with that, dude. Yeah. Well, so, I'll yeah. stop making that money. Um, yeah, we have a little bit to talk about today, so you all just kind of hop in. We'll we'll start with our uh, our little Mia Culpas. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the morning skates Mia Culpas with Cat and Brownie. All right, what did, what did I mess up this week? Well, before we even jump into that, for disco, what was that noise? Uh, you got a text message. Brownie, are you are you safe over there? Well, it made the noise on my computer, not my phone. I didn't really oh, I, did that. I don't know. Uh, anyways, so I, I redid my uh, my groupings and included Washington this time. Okay. New York, Rangers, Islanders, the Devils, and the Flyers. That stays. Boston, Montreal, Ottawa, Buffalo. Same. This is where we change this. Toronto, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Washington. That's interesting. Okay. Carolina, Nashville, Tampa Bay, Florida. That makes sense. Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota, Columbus. Columbus mm-hmm. isn't over there now. Seattle, mm-hmm. San Jose, the King, uh, Los Angeles, and Vegas. And then the Orphans won. Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, and Dallas. Yeah, I mean, it, I it's all geographic, that. but I think that would work. That would be good tournaments. Because who? What did you? Did St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota, and it was Dallas. Now it's not Dallas. Okay, yeah, that works. No, it's Columbus. Yeah. Okay. And there's come. There's a little bit of symmetry because Anaheim is like um after a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Arizona's like nomads. They're not going to be there forever. Colorado used to be the Nordiques, and Dallas used to be Minnesota. So you get what you get. That's fair. See, I'm getting texts. I don't understand why it's making the noise on the computer. I don't know how to stop it either. Can you hear that ding? Yeah, we hear the ding. Sorry, I don't know how to turn it off. All right. (laughs) That's the morning skate difference. Uh, So the Pittsburgh record in January was four and seven. You were unsure of that record. It was not good, but you were right there. The locomotive KHL plane crash was on September 7th, 2011. All but one person on board were killed uh 44 people died in that crash how did uh, how did they survive i have no idea uh like, but where the were they thing, sitting it was on takeoff oh no shit it i thought got, they were flying like, and went down. it only got like 20 meters off the ground no way yeah, it was crazy um icelandic yogurt that we were talking about what makes it different is it's especially high in protein it just okay. sounds really thick to me i don't know why uh, yeah, I, I yeah. Uh, not into it. <laughs> uh, you know we're talking about colors for cities. Mm-hmm. I like how Chicago did the Cubs and the Bears. Like that would be a cool way to do it. Okay, so same animal or like same or related? Logo. Yeah, like Detroit Lions could be, and then the Detroit Tigers. You know what I mean? It's all big cats. Lions, tigers, and bears, dude. Well, yeah, be... it would you know, but they could then make. Oh my. But they could say, like, well, the Red Wings are iconic. But if the Red Wings were a new team, they could make the Detroit Cheetahs, you know, or something like that. Yeah, they should have thought about this. It yeah. sucks that we have to talk about this years later. Like, figure it out. And then Aginla's son, it's pronounced Tej. Yeah, well, I Not, did my best. Oh, hey, I I, the only reason I know is because I saw him on an interview with Bar Down. So, 
Okay, fair enough. Actually, dude, that's really funny because I thought about uh, messaging him on Instagram and be like, hey, do you want to pop on the podcast to talk about your year? But then I felt really uncomfortable asking like a 17-year-old kid, hey, do you want to come on my podcast? <laughs> so I didn't do it, but I literally had a – dude, it happened this week. I had a, I had a full paragraph ready to send to him, and I was like – my God, obviously to like obsessed with your dad. Yeah, and obviously like trying to get him on, but then maybe get Jerome on. But then it was like, dude, this is like weird. Like, yeah, I'm seventeen. Yeah, he gets interviewed young. by he gets interviewed by all kinds of outlets. Yeah, so maybe I'll hit him up. Maybe we, I feel like that'd be a doable thing. Yeah, can get him on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so not too many. So let's just kind of uh, hop in NHL news. All right, and in the news time, uh, World Juniors update. So Alex Formenton, the former Ottawa Senator and current Swiss A-League player, has turned himself into London, Ontario. Uh, police, in regards to the 2018 Hockey Canada sex crimes, uh, per, per his attorney, Alex will vigorously defend his innocence and ask that people not rush to judgment without hearing all the evidence. Uh, to the surprise of no one, the London police released the other names of the players that have been directed to surrender to be charged with sexual assault. That was Carter Hart, Michael McLeod, Dylan Dubé and Cal Foot. So there's a couple other things that I want to kind of break down on this. So it, today, I think it came out that Michael McLeod was actually getting charged with another charge on top of it. He was getting charged with an additional. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think I. I, swore I wonder, I did they that. release these names because these guys didn't show up when they were supposed to? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Herp walk or anything. I think I could have swore I saw that he was getting like a uh, an additional charge on top of all the other ones as if he was like the ringleader. But maybe this is all alleged, but uh charged on two counts. Yeah, so he was he was charged on two counts. Um oh wow, I have them all right here. Uh yeah, uh, by being a party to the offense whatever that means. I don't know what by being a party to the offense. So they're all charged with the same thing. And then he had an additional charge on it. Um, that was the first thing that I wanted to bring up. And then the second thing I want to bring up is like, you know how all the the teams are like, Hey, so-and-so needs a taking time off, like leave of absence. If you yeah. remember Dylan Dubé, his thing was about, he needs to step away from the game to worry about his mental health and all that stuff. I mean, this so, would affect mental health. I would think if you knew you were getting charged with a sex crime. It would, but a lot of people were pissed off at the Calgary Flames for using the mental health as like a, uh, hey, get out of the way thing. Um, but I think that they had just kind of released that, that they had no idea that that's what this was the reason behind you it. You think the Flames didn't know what was going to come down the pike? To the, then if I were the Flames, I'd be so mad at that agent of Dylan Dubé's that I'd be like, buddy, what are you doing? You got to go. I, mean, I mean, that's true, but you can't. Especially nowadays, dude. If somebody says, "Hey, I need to take time off for mental health," you can't really question it. No, no, you can't question it. But now, when this comes out, you can go back to his agent and be like, "What yeah, the fuck, guy?" Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a hundred percent. Um, that was so. Yeah, so is that, I think those were like the only. And then obviously, this is just a really just dog shit situation. I don't think any of these players will ever play another game in the NHL, right? If they're convicted, it's all there's innocent and proven until proven guilty. Right, so that's the whole okay. Thing. Let's let's say they're innocent. I still don't think that they ever play. Well, if they're innocent, they they should be able. They should there should be nothing. There should be no backlash. I, mean, I don't think that that's how it works. Look at look at what happened to Trevor Bauer. Like they, like none of these guys. Well, and Trevor, Trevor I don't. Bauer's do you know, do you know Trevor? Right? Do you know who Trevor Bauer is? Is he that dumbass pitcher with the drone so, cut his hand? So he yes. Yeah, so I don't know if he cut. He might. That sounds like a Trevor Bauer thing. But he was um, 
there was a huge sexual assault thing that kind of came out against him. So he ended up going to Japan to pitch in Japan and they ended up getting the text messages of the girls who like the girl who like accused him. And so it, was that, all, right? it was all bullshit. Right, right, right. Not still not one MLT, MLB team wants to touch him. And he'd be like a top 15 pitcher in the game. And well, I, I wonder, I, but yeah, but and that's I, base and that's baseball. Well, I don't know his personality like, either. Isn't he kind of an odd, odd duck? He would be somebody I'd want on the mound in the playoffs. Okay. And nobody's giving him a shot. So I, I, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna make a prediction that none of these guys play another game in the NHL. If they're innocent, I hope they get another chance. If they're guilty, then I hope you're correct. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and then oh, the other thing. Um, apparently the Flyers were shopping Carter Hart around this summer because they knew this shit was gonna go down. Did you You see that? Yeah, that was like a report that came out. I don't know how accurate. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why Gauthier didn't want to go there. Hmm. But like, Hmm. yeah, but you think. Dude, what are toxic you like, environment. Yeah, Okay, yeah, but Brownie, you are toxic you're an, you're an NHL there. team and you have a goalie who's franchise goalie, and you know. That wait, wait, you're calling he, Carter Hart a franchise goalie? Uh potentially. They were really good this year. Um, Not because of him. So he, you, ha- you have this every big moment, and you find out like, hey, there's probably a pretty good chance shit's gonna hit the fan with this kid. He's never probably gonna be able to play with you or your team ever again. Ethically, trying to get rid of him is probably not the best bet, but in terms of best for business, wouldn't you be like, "Hey, I'm going to try to get rid of him"? Yeah, but there's got to be some. That's kind a of, weird middle ground there, right? Like, there's got to like, be you- some kind of backlash for that. I mean, any other, like, let's say Danny Breer traded Carter Hart, knew about this, the other GM found out about it. You'd That's on the other GM, I think. Well. No, because you don't. Because it's you don't know. Well, there's a twenty. Yeah, but there's a twenty. You know that there's a twenty eighteen. Right. I guess you could be, yeah, you could look it up and be like, like he could be implicated in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I almost but, think that that's not doing your due diligence. Yeah, I get. I could see that. Especially if he's like, "Hey, can you give me a six round pick for Carter Hart?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, well, something's wrong here. Why Carter Gauthier didn't want to play there? Between this, between the way they, well, he's they also got, a soy boy. So they also like, got he's also run over in front of the legends. The Broad, what they remember they had the Broad Street bullies there and they got shit pumped in front of them. Yeah, that whole organization. I, don't I mean, know, I like Keith I, Jones, but I don't know why you don't like Danny Breer. He had one of the best sellies in the game. The ice sweep that that guy. He's he, a punk. Why? I just remember him as a punk. That's my impression. Danny Breer. That's your first thing you think punk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that Unless would not even be person. a top one thousand word for me. Danny Breer was the little dude on the Sabers. Yeah, was punk. No, dude, he was just a goal scorer. He had zero punk in his game. At oh, all. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm getting him confused with somebody. Like, like you think Danny Breer was a piece of shit on the ice? I didn't say piece of shit. I said a punk. There's different. That's the same. No, that's the same oh, thing. If you, I have a, I have a piece wild... of shit and punk is the same thing. Not to me, man. It's my word, my my description. Look, so so who Breer. get name another name another punk in the NHL? Another punk? Yeah. Um. This is good conversation. This is this is good podcasting. No, because uh, this is going to drive me nuts. Because I think he has he had literally zero punk. Like he, you could actually playing... say Pat Lafontaine was a little bit of a punk. You want to talk about the Sabers? Yeah, but I never like I never once. I would be the first word I, I like, would use to describe uh, Pat Lafontaine, but he would just when I think of Danny Breer, I think of a little dude who is super skilled and scored a lot of goals. Maybe I wasn't thinking of Danny Breer now that I'm looking at Yeah, you at definitely him. aren't thinking I'm of in Danny an, I'm in his hockey DB right now and I 
he it was super small. He wore like 48. He had a sick ice sweep. Whenever Who he would was... score, he would sweep the ice so hard that he'd almost flip himself over. There was someone. Was you just don't like. You, I see. I thought you didn't like Danny Briere because of his kid, which again, well, I, I don't, don't like. Think, I don't like his kid. I, yeah, which I think I think that's fine to say that you don't like his kid, but I don't think that that's entirely his fault. Well, he raised him. Yeah, but there's a lot of times, dude. Have you ever seen like the uh, like the piece of shit like meth head people, and like they have they come from great families who just love them? Like no, that, that happens. That's that a, that's, happens. That's a facade. No, usually. That happens, that's usually dude. a facade. I think that that happens. If, I mean, yeah, there's addiction issues, right? And people people come from great upbringings, great parents, but a lot of times there's hidden stuff, and you know, it's you can pretty much figure out the root of the cause most times. I, I don't know. Can we agree that he's not a punk? I, Danny res- Breer. The kid's I will a punk. hold my judgment on Danny Breer until uh, next podcast. I will do I want research. to know. I'm dying. There's someone on the, the Canadians who I'm I'm confusing with Danny Breer. Brendan Gallagher? No, 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 he's not now. Back then. In the same era. There's someone I'm mixing up with Danny Breer. Because I just looked to see if Danny Breer played for the Canadians and he didn't. There's someone I'm confusing. Danny Breer was a saber and a flyer, and he might have played on the Canadians for like a year. No, no, there's nothing on Hockey DB for it. Interesting. Yeah, you're definitely thinking Danny Breer was the little dude on the flyers back and and the sabers, but he was the dude that he would score huge goals and ice sweep so hard. Like he had one of the like after this podcast is done, just go up and look him up. You know that he just looked cool. Yeah, but no, his his looked cool because it wasn't like a oh hey look at me. It was like he was fired the fuck up. Speaking of which, I love. Did you see Frank Vitrano toss his stick? That was awesome. As much as I hate Jack Hughes for doing it, I love Frankie V doing it. (laughs) Isn't it funny how like Jack Hughes does it? We're like, this is so fucking stupid. And then Frank Vitrano does it, and you're like, that was the coolest thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was the moment. It was a walk off goal. The moment, well, I think Hughes's was too, but I thought Hughes's was in a shootout. But Frankie oh, might have won the shootout. Frankie didn't lob his stick over like Jack Hughes did. Frankie fucking goes, Okay, see ya. That yeah. thing probably ended up fucking sticking out of the rafters. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got to this part. Uh <laughs> if it was anything to it's anything to get rid of that world juniors conversation. How did yeah, how do we go from like really disturbing hockey Canada conversation to Danny Briere <laughs> not being a punk and Frank Petrano launching sticks in because Frank Petrano, not a punk. The morning skate difference. Um <laughs> NHL three stars. Sebastian Ajo is a punk. There you go. There's a punk. To- yeah, well, he's the he's the dirtiest player in the fucking game. All right, all right let's like, not go because we have that coming up. So. Okay, uh, NHL three stars. Nikita Kucherov. He had four goals, six assists, ten points in five games played. How are you? Uh, the Lightning went four one and zero. Connor McDavid, four goals, five assists, nine points in five games played. Edmonton went five zero and zero. And Maddie Kachuk, four five and nine in five games played. Florida went three one and one. It wasn't that long ago when people were kind of worried about what Matthew Kachuk was doing this year in terms of putting up points and shit like that. Well. Looks like the kids got to figure it out. Connor McDavid, different level. Oh, yeah. Nikita Kucherov. I know you don't like Kucherov. I I kind of want to start watching more Lightning games just to watch him. Because dude, if oh. buddy, look at how many points he's put this year. Like it's not. This uh, isn't by accident. So I, but Lightning, uh, our our Lightning writer Artie. I'm gonna put pressure on him right now. Artie Clapbaum. He told me that he is his goal is one blog a week minimum. He apologized for dropping off. He had some work stuff going on, but he's says yeah. Let's get let's get back on the bloggers' asses, dude, because everybody kind of agreed to that. And I, who blogs other than you and Disco (laughs) and myself? Yeah, riddle me that, (laughs) fucking bloggers. Um, I, I. 
come on guys <laughs> come on get fired up uh so that was the nhl three stars and uh pwhl three stars uh friend of the pod yeah, friend of the pot, Alina Mueller. Uh, two goals, two assists, four points in two games played. Boston went 2-0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, Brianne Jenner, one goal, two assists for three points. And uh, three games played, she had a game-winning goal in overtime. Uh, Ottawa went 1-2-0. and oh. And then Natalie Spooner, two goals, zero assists, two points in two games played. Toronto went 1-1-0. Oh. So Alina Mueller seems to be leading, sending this home a little bit, huh? Leading points right now. Yep, and a name good? to the uh, NHL All-Star 3-on-3 thing. So you'll see some of these PWHL players will be at the NHL all-star festivities. And that is the kind of support that the PWHL is going to need. I, I wholeheartedly agree, but yep. uh, shout out to Leon. That's good stuff. Yep. Uh, Edmonton, the Oilers have won their 16th straight game. Last loss was on December 19th, 2023 versus the Islanders. They started the streak 13th in the West. They are now sixth. McDavid has 25 points in those 16 games played, and they are tied for the second longest win streak in NHL history. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome. <laughs> Ken, I, Ken, like, put the lotion down, dude. It's going to be okay. But I feel like the all-star break came at the worst time possible for Evan. Oh, yeah, dude. They're fucking buzzing, dude. But if there's any, like, anybody's a little banged up, this is uh, a good time for them for that, I guess. I would agree with that. So, um, yeah. Lars Eller played in his 1,000th NHL game. This is crazy. Lars Eller's a punk, or at least he used to be. I yeah, thought. fair. Uh, the Dana Center has played 15 seasons in the NHL with stops in St. Louis, Montreal, Washington, Colorado, and Pittsburgh. He has a stat line of 172 goals, 214 assists for 386 points with 583 PIMS and another 15 goals, 34 assists for 49 points in 103 playoff games. Eller becomes the first Danish-born player to reach 1,000 games played. Before Other you go any further, hang on one sec. So I was surprised at this. I was surprised at the... Not that many how, points. I was surprised at how many penalty minutes he had and how little points he had. Yeah, he I thought that would have been the other way. Yeah, I I think this just kind of proves that he carved out a hell of a career for like a third, fourth line guy. For sure, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, yep. there's 100%. not how many third line guys can you say played a thousand NHL yeah, games? Hundred percent. Yep. Which is that's pretty fucking cool. I think. Agree. Um, other nations' first two thousand games played: Canada, Gordy Howe, Sweden, Borg Salming. Borg Salming. Uh, right away for Toronto. Remember that? Oh, uh, yes, at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, uh, Russia, Sergey Fedorov, Ukraine. I didn't know he's from Ukraine, Peter Bondra. Neither did um, I because I had to look up the flag. <laughs> Austria, uh, Thomas Vanek, USA, Gordy Roberts, uh, Czechia, Peter Svoboda, Finland, Yari Curry, and Slovenia, Anze Kopitar. Yep, I would um, never have guessed Gordy Roberts. No, me either. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Uh, should Not I know who? Should I know who Gordy Roberts you would is? Love you would love Gordy Roberts. Okay, you go look up, write yourself a note. What when you go take your post bathroom, uh, yeah, your post podcast bathroom break, put Gordy Roberts on YouTube. <laughs> hey, dude, thanks for letting everybody know I take a shit as soon as the podcast. I just said bathroom <laughs> break, like you were holding a pee. You're the one who talked oh, graphics. Brownie. Uh, Vancouver announced a trade that sent Andre. Uh, Kuzmenko, uh, defense on Hunter Bruce. Oh, I'm not even gonna try. 
Gruskowitz, uh, I think, is how you say it. Yep, and defenseman Joni Germo to Calgary along with the 2024 first-round pick and a fourth-round conditional pick for forward Elias Lindholm, who's a UFA at the end of the season. This now gives Vancouver six, six representatives at the All-Star game and Calgary none. Wait, I, so I, I, I didn't want to hijack this trade talk with Bruins talk, but I'm going to. So, well, Elias, shock. Lindholm, Raise your hand. Elias Lindholm was linked to the Bruins, right? Yeah, he was also linked to the Rangers, too. Oh, was he linked to the Rangers? Yeah. But for all the people in Bruins land that are crying that he went to Vancouver instead, the comps for the Bruins on this was uh, Trent Frederick. No, I'm sorry. It was Jake DeBrusque, uh, Trent Frederick, Mason Lowry possibly Matt Potras and picks like what what were we doing for a guy who wasn't a sign and trade he didn't do the sign and trade dude okay here's my thing Andre Kuzmenko you only 43 games played this year eight goals 13 assists not great last year well he's on the, he's on the up they think I mean last year he almost had 40 fucking gold yeah on top of that you're giving a first round I, well, he's also was playing with Elias am, Peterson. Last am I year. the only the, one who thinks that Elias Lindholm is just that guy is the most blah player ever? Like, do you think he's good? He he brings. I, I what does he bring to the game? Like, I think he's a middle a middle second or third line center. He's not a he's not a number one. Center. And you're giving up that much to get him? That's a lot. Fuck that, a lot. dude. Fuck yeah. that. I'm glad. Hey, listen, I'm all for that. Vancouver cratering their season. Oh my and god! Some people, some people are like, "This is great for both teams." Like, I think it's great for Calgary. I don't know how this would be great for Vancouver. So, like, set well, down the middle, they, they have a deep run and win the cup. Then it's it's fantastic. But I gotta look that up. Who they have down the middle? Because JT Miller is definitely down the middle for Vancouver, right? Pedersen, right? I see. I thought JT Miller and Pedersen were both uh, centermen. So yeah, he's gonna I be their so. third. He, this guy's gonna be their third line center. Well, they're probably gonna put JT Miller down. Third, I would think. Oh, I don't know what they're gonna do. I just don't. Go I just lineup. don't know what this. I'm trying to figure out. Left wing lock used to work. Now it's log in or register. Yeah, okay. Dude, just type in. Whatever. We're not worried about it. I I just think this is a dumb trade for um, Vancouver. Gave up a lot. I mean. At the same time, though, it kind of shows that they're going all in. So I'm gonna make yeah, I mean they're they're first in the but... West, you know. So although you're trading the dude who put up 39 goals last year, he might. I mean, Tocket must so, not like him. Uh, a lot. So Elias Pettersson, we're both wrong. Plays left wing. So they they have Lindholm. JT Miller. They have Lindholm as the number one center between Pettersson and Mikheyev, and then. Miller is the second line setter with uh, Suter and Brock Besser. And then Teddy Bluger's the third with Dakota Joshua and Connor Garland. Connor Garland's third line wing. Yeah, and he wanted out. Yeah. Still wants out. Come to the Bruins, buddy. Yeah, so yeah, they're, he's their number one, one C. Oh, man. Um, Montreal, Brendan Gallagher was spending five games for his elbow to the head of New York Islanders, Adam Pellick. This was the first suspension for Gallagher in his 12-year career. That's shocking. Same. Uh, Montreal hung on to win the game 4-3. to three. Talk about a dude who knows how to play on the line. This one might have been a little bit above This the was dirty. Um, but it happened he, to an he Islander. To elevate to catch him with the elbow. Yeah, he wasn't fucking around. Like he really he found his target. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think he, sure. I think he wanted to get Pellick and he was like, oh, got him. It, I got him. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, but it's crazy. I think it was RA was like, these are the hits that they're trying to get out of the game. But Shane Pinto's buddy used his login to gamble and he got 51 games. Yeah. No. It, yeah. It, good it, point. He, he scored the other night in overtime. Was it yesterday? Or I don't know if it's an overtime. It might have been like a tying game, but he like kind of went flying in behind the net. And there's a picture of him scoring the goal. And then the bet three six five ad on the boards is like right there, which <laughs> I thought great. was pretty funny. So um PWHL attendance record in New High was set on January 27th. Uh, with Ottawa at Montreal when they played in front of 8,646 people, which was the highest total for women's hockey in Canada. Pretty cool. What was yep. uh what was the number of the bean pot? 10633. Hmm. Keep keep the change, bud. College. Uh, yeah, cotton. Uh more PWHL announced that Toronto and Montreal will play at Scotiabank Place, home of the Leafs, on February 16th. The rink will be empty past the first round of the NHL playoffs. So if this goes well, maybe all their games will be there. That's a funny <laughs> side note from Brownie. <laughs> uh, I love in there. <laughs> Minnesota traded Maxime Kajkovic to Pittsburgh for Will Butcher. Just put it in there. We got I mean, it. it's it seems like that's a better deal for Minnesota. So that could be. Uh, New York Rangers had an alumni class against the Islanders, and they made Hank kind of skate out for his rookie lap, which was pretty funny to oh, see like, awesome. trust and like Casper. I just like laughing about it, yeah. which I thought was funny. Uh, Philip Heedles declared out for the remainder of the season. Remember, they were talking about him coming back. He finally just got here. He's practicing with a red jersey. He got he a concussion the- in practice. I heard. Yeah, and then he was on the ice like a morning skate. He was on the ice with like Jake Lecision or something like that. And I, some I read somewhere that he stepped on a stick and fell. Oh, I heard Benino got him in the morning skate. And he was just I mean, not, not Benino, Truba. Truba elbowed him in the head. Oh, that's skate. funny, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, that does not look good. So he they shut him down for the rest of the year. Hope he comes back. It's not looking good, dude. Well, you I hope wanna, he's healthy, right? Uh, and he had because he's a young guy. You hope he's healthy and he can recover. 24. This is why concussions is such a motherfucker because everyone's biology is different. Like Mark Savard ended his career. Bergeron ended ended his career, but I I read somewhere and I forgot about this. Crosby was out for a long time when he had a concussion. So you remember when Crosby got mumps and wouldn't admit it and his face was all like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Crosby. (laughs) Life, life life was such a simpler time. Um, Chris has also come out and said he's taking calls on Capo Caco ahead of the trade deadline. They also put Benino on waivers. Um, Capo on the trade block, dude. I mean, that's a pretty damning thing when you're when your GM comes out and says, "I'm taking yeah. calls on him." Yeah. I mean, I, so I mean, so what if? And then if he doesn't, I, I feel like that's Drury just wanting to get rid of him because it doesn't give him a good negotiation point right Here, here's the thing we now have filipino's money capo is a good asset we have first round pick we have things we can deal keandre miller i see his name keep floating around can i tell you what i want to have happen for the rangers and i haven't worked out the math so i don't know if the, it, like in yeah. terms of cap but it doesn't seem that outlandish okay okay you make a deal in minnesota you send Capo, somebody else. You get Matt Zuccarello, and you get Ryan Hart. Oh, I saw you post this. You early. put you put Zuccarello on the first line with the special teams guys. So your first line be Zuccarello, Kreider's Benjad, second line Lafreniere, Trocheck, and uh, Panarin. Third line of Will Cooley, um, Ryan Hartman, and if that doesn't wake Blake Wheeler up, I don't know what will. 
having to, and then you have a fourth line of Barkley, Gaudreau, Jimmy VC, like Johnny Brodzinski. And I'm not done, dude. I'm not done. I would, I would probably is, get rid of, I would probably talking about the Rangers, right? I, well, when we get to Rangers, I'm not going to talk about them. Um, I would probably trade Keandre Miller for Jacob chicken straight up. If Ottawa would be down to do that. And then the only other thing that I would do, and I don't know how to make it work because I don't know how much money he makes, but if I could add Erica Branson for the playoffs, just to have as a, as like a seventh, sixth defenseman, if we need a bigger body to clean shit up in front, I'd go to war with that team. I will say that Keandre Miller to Ottawa makes sense because that's the pace and the style of play that Ottawa wants is what he mm-hmm. brings, that up-tempo scoop behind the net and go. They don't want to do that back, forth, up the wing. You know what I mean? They want to go, go, go. I would just be afraid that Ch- that Chickering would demand a trade in 20 games. That'd be my only concern. But uh, And then even more uh, Ranger stuff. I mean, this uh, hand up. This is because of me, because I've called George Peros, because I've left him messages, because I've told them how much of a big piece of shit he is. Jacob Trubis suspended two games for his elbow to the head uh, of Pavel Dorofayev. And a loss to Vegas five to two last Friday. I didn't even see it in the game. I was so rattled the next day. I woke up. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did he get? Can we just pause for a second and and kind of sit in the moment that you've called? I like forget every once in a while. A couple times called George Peros. Not only have you left him a voicemail, couple times you've got to his voicemail. You're like, I speak to George Peros, please, and they're like. Yeah, hang on. You remember the first time you called me and you were like, what do I say? What do I do? <laughs> yep, yep. I, I do remember the, the last time I called him, I was at King's and I was fucked up. And I was like, <laughs> you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, dude, I was going in. So do you think, it. like, Peros is like, he comes in the morning, his voicemail lights <laughs> blinking, and he goes on the intercom and he's like, hey, Betts, come on down. I got another Rangers message. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Down and they listen to it and they laugh while they're having their coffee. All right, let's I, start our day. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's fucking that is really funny that you brought that up. Uh <laughs> Jacob Truba. I mean, dude, he has some big ass hits, right? Mm-hmm. But he also, as you can start to see, he has a lot of hits that aren't really shown in real time. Like you find out the next day. Of like behind the play, like do you remember? Well, sometimes behind the play, but like you remember the Crosby one in the playoffs? That wasn't like really in real time. Like, oh, Truba took out Crosby. It was until after the game, and they're like, well, because oh, okay. the players' adrenaline's going, they don't realize how hurt they are. I'm just seeing that that like this is starting to stack up a little bit on the troops, but yeah. I'm okay with it. Fucking Pavel shouldn't have been standing there. Keep your fucking head yeah, up, bud. Right. We're not playing soccer. Um, Patrick Line has entered the NHL NHLPA assistance program, and Adam Fantilli is expected to be out eight weeks due to calf lacer- lacerations for Columbus. Um, it's tough, tough hit one it's two. A tough like fucking year for that team. Yep. Um, more NHL expansion news: Forsyth County in Georgia is about to be approved for the arena project, a significant step towards a potential pro hockey team. Per Kevin Weeks, uh, I would I not care any less about this. I wouldn't have mentioned this if Kevin Weeks didn't report it. He made it seem like a very big deal. I kind of want to bring it up now. When we get into three stars, we're going to go over like the player poll stuff. And one of the things was uh, best jerseys. And the top six jerseys were all original six jerseys. And then immediately following that, Seattle, I think, was number seven. And Mm -hmm. Vegas was like number eight or nine. And I thought that that was interesting that the newest, the newer teams in the league voted on by the players had the cooler jerseys. Because it's new. Yes. 
Isn't that interesting though? So well, I, I wonder. Also, they're not chasing like they're not. Remember, everyone did like. I mean, Seattle jerseys are sick. No, no, I know. And Seattle's work with that shade of teal. But do you remember like San Jose, the teal? Everyone was doing teal then. Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. So I understand it. You know. That sounds interesting. Uh Florida. Now this is what you call a power play specialist. Sam Reinhart has 20 power play goals this season and 49 games played, which is the same amount as Nashville, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo, and more than Washington or Chicago. His 20 power play goals not only sets a franchise record for a season, but he joined an elite list of players that have scored at least 20 power play goals in 50 games or less. The list includes Mario Lemieux, Mike Bossy, and Phil Esposito. Lemieux is the most recent due to this in the 1995-96 season. That's sick. To have Sam Reinhart, if you're him, to have his name. Yeah, be like, hey, check this out. Yeah, I'd have a plaque made that just said <laughs> or that. Or just a photo. Hey, can we get a group together for a, uh, you know, can we get a group together for, for yeah. the, you know, please? Um, Colorado signed veteran Zach Preezy to a one-year deal worth 825K. The fact that this guy's still kicking around is funny. Good for um, him, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Nate McKinnon tied Bobby Orr for the second longest home point streak in NHL history with a point in 25 straight uh, games played at Ball Arena. McKinnon is the first player since Ovechkin in 2007-2008 with multiple four-goal games in a season. At the All-Star break, McKinnon has a stat line of 31 goals, 53 assists for 84 points, and 49 games played, plus 17 with 30 pims. Unreal. This play is so sublime this season that there are not only hats being thrown for his four-goal games, but he's also showered with thongs and bras. Rockstar. I mean, uh, and they're gonna get Landeskog back for the playoffs. Yeah, they're pretty yeah, but they still have your given that. Oh. Um per Bowen Byram Kale already told the whole decor if he wins a million dollars at the all-star game, he's given each of us hundred K. So yeah, we're really rooting for him. McCarr responded to the statement, Yeah, that's a little delusional. I don't think he knows the way money works. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how they're chirping each other through the Colorado media. Yeah, it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Oh man, these keys are pretty good. Just pound them. Um, NHL all-time rookie record holders uh, for goals: Tamas Lani, Winnipeg. He had seventy-six goals. Crazy goals for a defenseman. Uh, the best defenseman ever played the game: Brian Leach, New York Rangers, twenty-three points. Tamas Lani had one hundred and thirty-two points in his rookie year. That's crazy to me. Can you imagine? There must have been like whole the rest of the league's like what? Wild. Uh, assist Peter Sasney for Quebec and jo- Joey Juno was a rookie in Boston. Didn't know that. 70 at points. One point, or 76. At one point, because uh, Harry Sinden was so great, like not taking shit from players. Like when Jake DeBrus asked for the trade, he would have been out of here so fucking fast if Harry Sinden was still the GM. Mm-hmm. At one point, <laughs> Sinden said something along the lines is, what does he think? He's a fucking rock, rocket scientist. And Juno was. That was his degree. And the reporter was like, well, yeah. <laughs> That's Did it? I got to look this up. Do you have the thing in front of you? Can you keep reading this? Because I want to look up. Sure. I want to say Joey Juno was from Alaska. Yeah. And he played and an RPI. An RPI yep. Right? Yep. That, okay. Yep. Yeah, nailed it. All right, dope. Yep. That's all I needed. Um, Larry Murphy. That's where you're at. Larry Murphy, points for a defenseman, uh, 76 with the Kings. Wins Don Edwards with Buffalo, 54. Shutouts. Yes, we know. Had 17 shutouts. A what? Yeah. Wow. Um, and a 9.32 save percentage. Pretty crazy. Yep. And then the last thing. You want to get crazy? Listen to this one, dude. 
Uh, Wayne Gretzky story of the week in his record NHL 51 game point streak in 83-84. Gretzky recorded 153 points in the history of the NHL. There have only been 15 times that a player recorded that many points over the course of an entire season. Out of those 15 times, it was Gretzky nine of those times. So he got that 153 points in 51 games. Mm-hmm. That's bonkers. That's pretty fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, that's like you playing a year of major junior and coming back and scrimmaging with the eighth grade team at your local high school. That's those and kind of 50, numbers. 51. He had 153. Okay. Yeah. And 49 McKinnon has 84. Yeah. And like that's yeah. Why? And you can make the argument that the league is more watered down now talent wise. Cause there's more teams. You're so it would almost be like McKinnon doubling what he's already done this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's nuts. That's the most dominant player to ever play any sport. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Play, and it's without a doubt. When you put it that way, there, there's nobody even close. Who would be the – that would be a good three stars. Who are the most dominant in every sport? But you can make the argument that, what, Mike Tyson for boxing? Mm, if you never or got Ali. King. Actually, probably Rocky Marciano. It's going to be – it'll be, it'll be Gretzky, Brady – and probably Barry Bonds. Those would be mine. Yeah. What about I don't know, but Jordan. They used right? to walk. They used to walk Barry Bonds with the bases loaded. I know that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, or Jordan. I mean, those are those are your four, I think. Um, or maybe Bill Russell or, or or Will Chamberlain or something. Yeah, it could be. Um, fuck. What was I gonna do here? Uh, we are now going to do. We're gonna dump and change it. So uh, a bunch of college girls at Minnesota State thought they saw Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, so they got to class and told the professor. He told them to go find him, and they would get extra credit. The students ended up finding Cousins, and it was raining by the time, so he said he'd drive them back to class. He then spoke to the class and answered questions and tweeted at the professor to ensure the kids got their extra credit, which they did. Good guy, Kirk Cousins, right? Yep. Uh, so Super Bowl uh, 58 is set. Uh, the two teams that I hoped lost the previous round won. This is why I don't gamble that much. Uh, San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs at Las Vegas with KC opening up as a two-and-a-half-point uh, underdog. I don't know why I said favorite. Uh, and then the Detroit Lions, uh, offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, who is rumored to be up for every vacant head coaching job in the NFL, has stated he is going nowhere and running it back in the Motor City. Per sources, the 37-year-old interview with at least four other NFL clubs but wants to return to Detroit to win a Super Bowl. I've also heard that he asked for way too much money, and then Eminem came out and said, I'm glad I don't have to run a diss track about you. So that was pretty funny, I thought. <laughs> um, have, this is insane. We watched this the other day. There's a new fitness challenge. It's called the Impossible Mile. Four laps. Lap one is burpees. What do you mean lap one is burpees? You do burpees all the way around. Up, down, oh jump. Oh, my God. That would take me forever. You, lap two is lunges. Lap three is a bear crawl. And then you run the fourth lap. That's a tough one. That, um, would, take, that would take me like a week. <laughs> it would take so long. Uh, so this thing, the Neuralink, is a company of Elon Musk's 
That stated goal was to plant a computer chip in a person's brain so they could control a computer with thoughts, and they have reportedly done it. The statement said that the patient received the chip last Sunday is recovering well. The Neuralink product is called telepathy and initial users be those that lost control of their limbs and is an announcement must said, imagine if this type of tech was available to Stephen Hawking. They also released a video that I don't know if it's true or not, but supposedly a woman had a stroke and with this kind of chip thing in her brain, she can control an avatar av herself and talk to her husband. That's what their goal is. It's, it's, I, too, I, yeah. it's too much, dude. And then... Uh, the Rock got his name back. Dwayne Johnson has joined the board of directors at of TKO Group Holdings, the company formed by Endeavor that merged the UFC and WWE. One of the conditions was that Johnson was granted full 100% ownership of the Rock character, which likely means a comeback for the actor slash wrestler, which means we should probably get Peacock Plus because yeah. they're already talking about a storyline for him and Roman Reigns, who apparently are cousins, probably. and uh, it's going to pop off at WrestleMania. All right. So there's a good, there's a more than likely chance that I'll get Peacock Plus the week before wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we probably both will, dude. That's it. Uh, I boycott the Rangers. What do you got for the Bruins? The Bruins will be quick. Uh, so I'm going to do the Postnock thing. So Postnock has 33 goals at the All Star break. He now leads all NHLers with 94 goals since the start of last season. Well, yeah, because he can do whatever he wants on the ice with no repercussions, dude. Because he's so good. In second place is McDavid. That stat was from our friend Kevin Paul DuPont to the Boston Globe. And this one is great. So Marshawn is on the verge of completing the second leg of the 1,000 club. He needs four games played for 1,000 and roughly 90 points for 1,000. He already has achieved the 1,000 penalty minute threshold. And if he gets the points will become only the second member of the Triple Thousand Club for the Bruins with Ray Bork. That's a pretty cool club. Yeah. Thousand games played, thousand points, thousand pimps. Uh, that's a gamer. Yeah. And uh, the Bruins, uh, I think, Poshnok, Swayman, and Jim Montgomery at the All-Star Game. Okay. Uh, Northeastern? So the Huskies, uh, now three Oh and O after the bean pot, they took a pair versus Merrimack, and they just won tonight in overtime at UNH. Don't let them get uh, hot, dude. Don't let them get hot. They are ranked third in the nation for scoring defense, and the Huskies' power, power penalty kill is ranked first with a nine thirty two percent kill. And Katie Noel leads all hockey East forwards with thirty six blocks, and she got another. She's got I think three goals in three games. I think. Megan Carter was named the Hockey East Defender of the Week with a four four assists over three games for the second time this year. And then Paige Taborski, who came in, got her first career start against Merrimack last Friday night, pitched a shutout, not a big deal, and then played the next day against Merrimack as well and got the win, was named the Hockey East Goaltender of the Week with two wins in her first two NCAA starts. Uh, she was the 12 stage shutout in the first one and got her first win at Historic Matthews, both against Merrimack. And today, Allie Lalonde. God damn it, dude. I was going to, you didn't have it on here. And I was going to be like, hey, well, hey, I'm also a Northeastern fan. Oh, good. You want to say it? You no, can. I'll go for it. You're good, dude. I don't say uh, Allie Lalonde was put on the watch list for the rookie player of the year. And there was one more thing because I just got it here. Ba, 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 ba. Where is it? 
Uh, Taze Thompson played friend of the podcast. Taze Thompson played in her hundredth uh, career uh, NCAA game this evening at UNH. My milestones, dude. Yeah. So good on them. They play again. Uh, t- no, not tomorrow. They play Saturday. They host UNH at home, and then next week, next weekend is the big weekend when we're there for the live podcast. And I have a phone call with Delaney tomorrow. So anything you can think of that you want us to try to do. Let's ask her. <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be a time, man. I think I'm gonna take the night off the day before Friday, or like work a half day, so like that way I can be home by like one, so I can actually sleep, get up in the morning, and head out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Mark, fine. Um, remember the kid I was telling? Did I ever tell you I have a buddy from Chile who was adopted? Yeah, he's like a really good lacrosse player. Yep. So, I'm, so I hey, the kid who works for me is a big lacrosse kid. I asked him, I go, Hey, is the Israel team good? He's like, They're filthy. Yeah. So, so he, uh, I think I'm going to end up staying with him. Yeah. You told me that. Yeah. Happen, so, oh, you might have told me offline. Yeah. So I'm pretty fired up about it. It's going to be pretty cool. The only yeah. way this doesn't happen is if I get just poured on with snow. Yeah. Same Which, because I'll be plowing. So, yeah. Um, so fingers crossed it doesn't happen. So that is what we have. Uh, beer league. Do we have anything going on for beer league? I did not play. Uh, I could not play the last game. I'm hoping to go this Sunday if I can get away with it. Uh, get the legs going. Start working. I will say this because of the heart stuff. I'm on blood thinners mm-hmm. temporarily. That's a thing. Yep. Dude, the bruises I have from blocking oh, shots. Yeah. I oh, have yeah. never had bruises like this in my life. Yep. My mom, uh, my mom had heart issues when I was in high school, and she's on blood thinners, and it, it's no joke. Yeah. I normally don't bruise like this. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so there you go. All right. So let's get to heroes and zeros. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, heroes and zeros time. Um, Zero of the week goes to the fucking people who arrested Darius Rucker for having weed. Do you see this? Darius Rucker, my guy? He got yeah, arrested? He got arrested. Uh, a couple counts. I think it was weed. I think he had some weed on him. Oh, arrested where? In South Carolina, right? Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Um, You got to be a miserable fuck to arrest Darius Rucker. With Darius Rucker. Honestly. He has like pounds of pot then maybe, but like if he just has like a little bit of here, a little bit there. The only reasoning I can like even think about is... One, he was either surrounded by a lot of people when it happens, so the cop had to arrest him, or two, he was being an asshole. If neither of those things were accurate, this or cop three, was terrible. Oh, oh, you just those are the only reason you can think it's okay, is what yeah, you're yeah. Right, sorry. That would be the was, only reason I, I'd be like, okay, looking weed while well black is probably why he got arrested. Oh, here we he's Darius fucking Rucker, dude. You don't you don't matter. arrest Darius Rucker, dude. That doesn't matter. Do so I've told you my Darius Rucker story, right? Yes, you met him, uh, right? Nice, nice guy. Great yeah. guy. Um, so that'd be my zero, and then my hero of the week. Uh, dude, myself, I've been crushing it at the fucking gym, dude. There it's you been go, going man. really, really good. Um, I got this new sweatshirt, dude. Do you see? It has a smiley face on the. On the on smiley the, face. Yeah, and on the back it says "Be good to yourself." It's a it's a hoodie from Theo Vaughn's podcast. I listen to this guy all the time. He's the dude I sent you, and you're like, Tony Robbins is a fucking idiot. He's the dude who hosts that podcast. Tony He's Robbins the... hosts it? No, Theo Vaughn does. He has, like, long hey, is hair. Is Theo Vaughn a skier? No, he's a comedian. He's a funny oh, motherfucker. Vaughn. 
Lindsey Vaughn. If you get a chance, dude, check All out right, this, I will this listen podcast. To He's Vaughn. so funny. I'm always willing to try stuff you send me, but when you say to me, hey, check this out, and it's like one of the biggest scam artists on the planet is the episode you sent me. Buddy, you, you have to. You might call him a scam artist, dude, but he a special human being to get that many people to buy into something. That's all I'm saying. It's called a scam. I I don't know. I don't know, oh man. I don't God. know if it's a scam. A lot of the stuff that he said makes sense. I thought, oh, of course it does about like getting in the right mindset every day. Like the first 10 minutes of your day. Well, I'll be, tell you what, if you want to send me, right if you want to send me a monthly check, anyone listening wants to send me a monthly check. I will happily write you <laughs> poster boards and vision boards that you can hang up in your house to give you daily motivations. I don't know. Well, I listen to Theo Vaughn's podcast, and whenever I listen to it, I'm so happy because he's so funny, and he just seems like a fucking awesome dude. The way he like lives his life, and he's just upbeat, and he's like happy, and he's so creative. Like he called ferrets the limousine of rats. Like he, his brain works a different way. Like it's he just has a really really funny brain where he comes up with shit off the cuff. That's why I'm trying to get better at ad reads because like I listen to his ad reads. And I think the people send him, hey, this is what we want you to say. And I think he literally crinkles it up, throws it away, and then just goes right off the cuff. And just so some of these companies that I've that I've been communicating with about ad reads, I was like, so you can send us a script. Yeah. But cool. yeah. <laughs> what's proved best in the past is you give us bullet points and Ken and I talk about it. And what's really work the best is if you send us the product and then we talk about our experience with it <laughs> that's how that's how it should work i think that's true. Yeah. we, we well, do have a couple of sponsorships kind of in the in the queue hopefully. maybe perhaps hopefully in the queue Work on some stuff. um oh another hero we are going to be doing rangers watch party so oh, if yeah. you're if you're listening to this um next week i'll kind of announce a little bit more about it but it's gonna be at king's tavern in saratoga we're gonna do seven games um so i have couple, seven shots to make it you have seven shots to make it and every time you come if you fill out a raffle card at the end of the thing um you're you're thrown into a pool so the more times that you go to the to the watch party the better chance you have to win and i think what it, i think what it's going to end up being is a free nhl jersey of your choice and i will cool. i will sweeten that deal i will write you a vision board and send it to you <laughs> you get a vision board and an nhl jersey you get a vision board um, brownie uh yeah we're doing rangers bingo uh which oh, i think is like my suggestions funny. that i put yes on yes so i like that's gonna be pretty cool i gotta talk to ken about getting some stuff uh together for that but that kind of made way this week which has been really fucking awesome so head on a soul for that that's gonna be a king's tavern um i have the dates i just need what's, to your, what's the manager the owner Who, who's your contact at king's tavern jay jay jason jay when i come i expect a t-shirt or something He's uh, he. I mean, he's he's all aboard. I think there's gonna be a Rangers related menu. Like it, it's gonna be I, I, really really fucking cool. T-shirt for myself. So the first game. You get me to pretty much do anything for a t-shirt. Thursday, February fifteenth, uh, Rangers Canadian, seven p.m. That's gonna be the first game. Original. Valentine's Day. Take your girlfriend or boyfriend there. Yep, and then the next Saturday, at three p.m. matinee, Rangers at the Flyers. So Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, we're gonna right. open up with some a couple really good ones. Uh. Monday, March 11th, Rangers-Devils, rivalry night, 7 p.m. Tuesday, uh, March 19th, Rangers-Jets, 7 p.m. Thursday, March 28th, Rangers-Avalanche, 9 p.m. Sunday, April 7th, Rangers-Canadian, 7. And then Thursday, April 11th, Rangers-Flyers. So I'm going to have to find a 
place to sleep nearby, especially gonna, if I bring some of my idiot friends. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be pretty fucking cool, dude. I'm really excited about it. So no, it's I'm psyched. We're I'm definitely coming to at least one, and I think I'm gonna bring some people with me. Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty good time. So um, and I think like key key sparkling water is gonna be there. They're gonna have a ton of their stuff. I actually think that they're gonna film a video, like kind nice. of like a. I don't know what one, but they were talking about doing that. So it's, yeah, it's going to be sick. It's going to be, I will have to do it. I want to do it. I'll have to look at the, once you get all the dates, let me know. Cause I'll look at it and I will go to one where I really dislike the team they're playing. So I can fully be on board with the Rangers. You should, you should bring carp. See if carp will come. Yeah. I, he's one of the people I'll ask. That'd be sure. funny. That'd be really funny. So yeah, that's what we got there. Um, those are my heroes and zeros. What do you got? Uh, so my zero, this happened tonight. And it's happened to me before. Oh boy! When did cash become unacceptable? Oh, I never use cash. This is so idiotic. I so I'm at the rink and I want to just get something to drink. I was coughing on something. I was like, <laughs> you know, you get like dry in the rink sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just want to get a bottle of water or, or a fountain drink or something. So I walk up and I'm like, and I see they got Barks root beer on 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 the fountain. And I'm like, score. I'm like, hey man, can I get a uh, uh, root beer please? And he's like, what size? I'm like, I'll have a large. He's like four and a quarter. I go to hand a kid a five. He looked at me literally like I handed him a dead kitten. That was the look on his face. I'm like, what's up? And he goes, we don't take cash. And I was like, what? He goes, we don't take cash. I go, you don't take cash. And he goes, <laughs> you don't, no. You don't take money. And, and and so then there's three of them behind the counter. There's no one there. It's women talking on a Thursday night in Durham, New Hampshire. Maybe yeah. 200 people in the whole place. And I'm like, <laughs> I look at the other two. They're like, we don't take cash. And the guy goes, you don't have a card. I go, no, I just have cash in my pocket. My wallet's in the truck. And he goes, uh, why don't you have your card with you? And I'm like, why don't you take cash? I wasn't like <laughs> aggressive, but I was just like, what the fuck, guy? So then I start, I'm like, all right. And they're like, sorry. So then the kid dumps it out. I'm like, well, just give me that little bit you already poured. Right. <laughs> you know, so I get like four or five. That kid's a fucking loser. Dude. Give you the soda. Like, right, just yeah, give it to you. It's a yeah, fucking yeah. soda. So, which cost them pennies. So yeah. I start walking away. Well, no, he was, his boss was the older guy. So I start walking away. I turn back. I go, hey, how about this? I'll give one of you three $5 in cash if you put it on your personal card. Yeah. Help a brother out. Yeah. The fucking guy who told me, why don't you have your card on you? He goes, <laughs> he literally looks at me and he goes, my wallet's in my truck. <laughs> and I go, I guess I go, are you fucking with me? And he goes, what? Excuse me? I go, are you fucking with me? And he's like, no, my wallet's in the truck. I go, then what the fuck are you giving me shit for for my wallet being in the truck? Yeah. You are you are a fucking wild card, dude. Like and I don't know how Delaney in to... Northeastern deals with you. like Because <laughs> I'm very nice at Northeastern. And they take cash at Northeastern. You're just like uh, fighting people at the UNH. No, I wasn't bar. fighting. I was just a, so stone. <laughs> but this happened to me at the TD Garden last season. I went to the Bruins game with my buddy. And I went. I'm like, look, he got me the tickets. He's driving. I, everything's on me. So I went and took out like $250. We walk up for the first round of beers. And they're like, <laughs> you're so old, dude. You're taking cash out, bro. Like, Come on. But keep the card. dealing cash. <laughs> cash is king. So, anyways, just yeah, let me pay for stuff. Good lord. So that's my that, zero. That there is a generational thing. Like nobody my age or younger, I think, ever says, Hey, I gotta take cash out. Like, I think that that's I like having cash. I grew up in the restaurant business. I 
I bartended for years and years and always had cash. I used to go pay my rent in cash, my portion. They'd be like, what's your address? I'd tell them. And this is why I lived down the Keys. And I'd be like, here's my portion. And I'd be counting out. I would love to know if Carpa's ever said I had to take out cash. Probably. Which is a weird thing, man. I think it. I think it That's why there's ATMs everywhere. What, what do you use for an ATM? Your what fucking you card. My debit card. Your card. But I don't want to carry my wallet in with me. I, you yeah. know, I was just going. I had cash in my pocket. It's dangerous to leave your wallet in the car, by the way. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Just saying. Well, um, people like you who stealing catalytic converters, you probably grab my wallet next. Put it in your little shopping cart of yours that you stole. I didn't steal that either. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So my hero is my friend, Natalie. My friend, Natalie, had her birthday on Tuesday. And Natalie... Mom of three, very nice lady. She has decided to get back into the world of cannabis. And I was very happily able to shepherd her re-entry. I went to the craft store and I bought a little wooden box. And I stained it and polyurethaned it and lined it with felt and filled it with all kinds of stuff for her. And I just wanted to, she's an awesome person. And she works for me part-time sometimes. And she's just Great person, and I'm very happy that she's back on the weed. Back on the weed, dude. Love that. Happy birthday, shout out, hero, whatever you want to call it. Happy birthday, Nat. Natalie, right? Natalie, yep. Actually, she's Al's wife with the cider thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always comes back to the cider thing. Um, All right, three stars. We're going to kind of go over our NHL uh, player polls. Okay, three stars. Um, we're going to go through each one of these categories of the NHL player polls, say whoever were, were voted. And again, the player polls, so that, like they sent out polls of different NHL players, people voted on whatever it would be, so that it's just more in-depth around the league rather than these analytic nerds telling you what you should think or what you shouldn't think. So, um, First one, best player in the league. Connor McDavid was first with 69%. Nathan McKinnon second was 16%. Nikita Kucherov was third with 7.18%. And then Sidney Crosby and Kale McCarr was, were tied for fourth most with 1.66. So we're just going to rattle these off quickly. I'll do mine first. I have Crosby at three, McKinnon at two, McDavid at one. I went by players that I would want to start a team with. That's how I put it. Like if I could have one guy to start my team, who would I want? Uh, Start your team for one year or for a lifetime? This is I'm building a franchise. Who do I want first? Guy. Right. Well, like you're not going to pick Crosby because he's 36. Like, right. Does age matter? Okay. Yeah. Age matters. Okay. Yeah. So my first guy that I would pick was McDavid. Yep. My second guy that I would pick was Matthew Kachuk. Set the mm-hmm. tone. And my third guy was Kale McCarr. Okay. And then my um, honorable mentions were Marshawn. Yeah. You don't want to do honorable mentions? No, no. Well, no, we can do honorable mentions. I just don't know how McKinnon's not on your list. My honorable mentions were Marshawn and McKinnon. So I have I went McDavid one, McKinnon two, Crosby three. I will say this: if I had to win a game seven, I'm probably picking in reverse order. I'm probably going to pick Crosby first, McKin- McKinnon oh. two, and McDavid third. Oh, yeah. Um. Good. Favorite road city to play in? 
Vegas, 25%, New York, 22%, Montreal, 10%, Nashville, 6%, and Vancouver, 6%. Hmm. Uh, if I've never played in any of these cities, but this is just kind of what I'm assuming what I'd be pumped up about. My third star would be Tampa. I think it'd be kind of cool to play hockey and then hit the beach afterwards. Okay. Like that'd be kind of dope. My number two star would be Montreal. For some reason, the Bell Center is on my bucket list. I think it'd be so fucking cool to play there. Oh, and sure. then number one, the Garden, the real Garden. Awesome. Okay. This would be my three. Uh, mine were, I said, my honorable mention was Vegas because it just, Vegas is a fun. I just would like thinking, where would I like to go for a weekend, basically? Yeah. I put Vegas on my uh, honorable mention because from yeah. what I've been told, it's almost like more of a show than it is a hockey game. Have you never? Oh, I was going to say, have you ever been to Vegas? I've been to Vegas once. All right. It's fun. Uh, so my third star was Nashville. My second star was the Panthers, Florida, because I'm like, I can shoot down the keys and I love the keys. Mm-hmm. And then my number one, no, nothing to do with the team. I just love Toronto. I, I thought about putting Toronto there too, just because when I think of the Toronto, I think of that's like the New York Yankees of hockey. Yeah. Fair. Yep. Like that. I just go, we go up there for a hockey tournament. And I just love going up there. It's such a great place. Um, least favorite place to play. Uh, Winnipeg was 41%, Ottawa 11%, Buffalo 10%, Raleigh 7%, and then Tampa slash Phoenix was 6.78%. Only, uh, I only have one on that list. Hey, should I take Tampa back and put Florida instead of Tampa? Like, Pan- like, like Panthers, like because now I'm seeing Tampa's least favorite. That's making me think yeah, that there's the not West much. To do. Very- oh, no, Florida, Florida definitely because they drive like golf carts to the rink. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go Florida instead of Tampa. That's East Coast versus West Coast. Yes. Yep. Um. All right. Uh. Third star. Uh. New York Islanders. Uh. Like that wouldn't really get me going. Second star, New Jersey, because it smells bad. And then my first star, Seattle. I'd rather not do that. My honorable mentions is the Kings because I'm not your LA type of guy. See, I think LA would be kind of cool just to experience, just to see what it's like, because it's a different world. My third star would be Columbus. Who Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but dude, if you read about all these guys, like Columbus, I, for, I forget. Somebody wrote a blog for us about Columbus and it like blew no, up. Yeah, but, but you see people love it there. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why. So maybe maybe it would like surprise you. Maybe. Uh, my second star is San Jose. No, thanks. Why? Yeah, it just doesn't appeal to me. Interesting. Okay. And then my number one star, I agree. Carolina is where the Raleigh, North Carolina is a pile of shit. Never been there. I have. It's awful. Why is it awful? Does it smell it's bad? Just, it's just redneck and fucking. Oh, so I probably fans. like it. No, they don't. They're like cheering. Oh, they're probably better now. They used to cheer icings. It's just fucking horrible. And it's oh, like the game itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful environment. It's a, it's a dump. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's yeah. No. So I've never been to Raleigh. You are not missed anything. The best part of it's the airport when you leave. Uh, best goalie. Vasilevsky, 44%. Hellebuck, 15%. Demko, 7.65%. Sorokin, 7.65%. Shesterkin, 6.56%. And Jeremy Swayman, 437 Linus Olmark's not even on the thing. Linus, good. Not even on the not even on the list. Your backup goalie is voted a better goalie than he is. All star this year. Crazy. Uh, my number three is Jake. These are the goalies that I would take. My number three is Jake Ottinger. My number two at right now. Mm-hmm. Jake, my number two goalie is that Ingram kid from Arizona who's mm-hmm. been on this year. And then my number one's Hellebuck. My number three is Ottinger. My number two. Oh no, shit, really? Yeah, my number. He's two good, is... dude. Yeah, he is good. My number two is Demko. When he's on, 
Thatcher Demko is my number two right now because okay. he's playing unbelievable. And my number one, Hellebuck. And Swayman, I put Swayman in there too okay. as an honorable or Ottinger as the honorable, one of the way. Uh, underrated this player. This is where I think this might get a little crazy here. Underrated player. Other was 22%, so that's just like random people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barkov, 12%. Reinhardt, 5.95. 0.4.76. And Ranton in 4.17. Uh, my third star... I'm going to go with Travis Konechny on the Philadelphia Flyers. My second star is Sam Reinhart, and my first star is Braden Point. I think Braden Point's been the most underrated player pretty much ever since he's been in the league. Yeah, I, I think it. people think it's fucking Barkov. Oh, it's a cool thing to say Barkov. Like he doesn't make agree there. for me, dude. Like, it, is he that sick? Is he that good? Like, I don't think he's like he's good, but like, if Barkov went to the Rangers, obviously I'd be really happy about it, but I wouldn't be like fully torqued. Like, I was more excited that Panarin went to the Rangers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know how to rank these guys except for my number one. Okay. So I'm just going to give you all these guys. Okay. Kyle Connor. I think Kyle Connor is – I know he's yeah. a star, Flies. but I think he's underrated. Scores a lot of goals. Pavel Zaka watching Kyle him Kyle Connor play. is very underrated. That's a good answer. Yeah. Pavel Zaka watching him play night in, night out, up and down the lineup, doing whatever oh, it takes. Jesus. Uh, he's – dude, the Bruins fleeced them on that deal. Okay. Uh, Sam Bennett is another one. I think Sam yep, Bennett that's a good is one. very underrated. This, very we are underrated. definitely are a pro Sam Bennett podcast. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this but... one, this one, you're going to be like, get the fuck out of here. But he doesn't get the shine that his partner does. I think Devin Taze is under underrated. Oh, he he's just like the Barkov thing. This is like any anybody who says Barkov or Taves, I'm going to guess has never watched more than five games of them, but just sees everybody else say that. And they're like, Oh, no, I, don't I just don't think, think I know hockey. The, he doesn't uh, get the, he doesn't get the shine like the rest of his teammates do. And he's, he, he enables Makar to play like he wants. Right. And so this is my number one, this guy, as good as he is and the amount of praise he gets, it's not enough. It's not enough for Connor Hellebuck. Oh yeah, that's a. Re- I mean, that's a really, really. really it's not good. enough. This guy is head and shoulders the best fucking goalie in the league. So this is where he inevitably is going to come to a cr- just crushing halt. Like I feel like we do this every year where we just because fucking pump Hellebuck, and we're like Hellebuck's fucking sick. He's elite, yeah. and then almost like immediately something yeah. bad happens. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, overrated player. So other. 26%, and then Zegras, 12.87, Darnell Nurse, 7.92. Oh, that's a good one, Zegras. I didn't think of him. Yep, Zegras, 12.87, Darnell Nurse, 7.92, Matthew Chuck, 6.93, uh, Jason Robertson, 6.93, and uh, Jonathan Huberto, 5.94. That Robertson sounds personal. I don't hey, have a single guy. I didn't name a single guy on that list. They're all great. Other than Matthew Kachuk, I would agree with all of these. Like, Hmm. I don't think I didn't think Robertson was that good. I think he just had like a really good year. How's he doing this year? Robertson, I don't know. Oh, oh. Rope Hintz is also an incredibly underrated player. He would have been hmm. a good pickup there too. That's fair. Um, so my third star, uh, Dougie Hamilton. I would love to stop hearing about Dougie Hamilton. I don't think he's that good. He's quit um, on how many teams? Yeah, my second star is uh, Trevor Zegers, and then my first star is Timo Meyer. Everybody talks okay. about how good Timo Meyer is going to be. I think he has like two goals since he's been on the Devils. So I'm going to give you my uh, two honorable mentions: Eric Carlson, you shouldn't want to fucking Norris, and Tim Stutzla. Fuck okay, this guy. 
Yeah, he, all he does is dive. Did you see the other it, night against oh, the Red Wings? Did you see uh, Lalonde, the coach, yeah. going like this? Yeah. Yeah, he is just a, a Euro piece of trash. What was that? My so, who, did you hear that Eric Carlson won the Norris? Who was the Actually, runner-up? I take it back. I take it back. Under the parameters that the Norris is right now, fine. He could have won it that year. My issue is with the Norris trophy. Okay. Yeah, it's that- less with him. But I want to know who was the runner up. Was it a Boston Bruins defenseman? Is that why you hold no. so much hate towards him? No, Do you remember just, who it was? I don't remember who it was. Do you? Is that why? Is this a no. setup? Oh. I just didn't know if it was like, because it was a while ago. At first, I was thinking McAvoy, but I was like, well, he's never been that good to even be in that consideration. <laughs> uh, you know who was like, I thought Ryan McDonough, like career wise, was one of the most underrated players ever. Like, I thought yeah. he was so yeah. fucking, he was like your most perfect 1B. Outside of the last, you know what? You're going to hate this, but outside of the last like seven years, Bergeron was highly underrated. He didn't get a shine for like the last five years of his career. Yeah. Uh, He was respected, but he didn't get the acclaim that he got at the end. And you can I make the it. argument that Krejci was one of the most underrated guys for his playoff. Holy fuck. I'm so glad I don't have to hear about David Krejci anymore. <laughs> like, All right. Let me give you my my top three overrated. Okay. Number three, Mitch Marner. Yep. I think he's overrated. Tell Number me two, he's a manager on your, on your list. No, he's not. Number two, David Perron. Why? What the fuck does he do? Except skate around and come in late and chop. You just, you just hate David Perron. If, if David Perron was on the Bruins, you'd love him. And number one overrated guy in the league, in my opinion, Domi. What the fuck does this guy bring to any team? I thought Austin Matthews was going to be the no-brainer. Oh, he can score. You're getting soft. (laughs) With with your fucking New Year's resolutions, you're getting fucking soft. Austin Matthews can score goals. He can't do anything else, but he can score goals. Um, Yeah, Domi's a good answer. Uh, Players you want to punch in the face. Uh, Nick Cousins, 28%. Other, 16.3. Marshan, 14.97. Matthew Gachuk, 7.48. Bunting, 4.08. And Garland, 4.08. Connor Garland, really? Yeah. Um, you're going to have to remind me if I, because like, you're going to have to remind me if I'm missing people who I ate. But number one, Sebastian Ajo, fucking rat. Uh, number two, Tom Wilson, fucking rat. And number three, Ross Colton. Fucking rat. Those those <laughs> were Ross Colton. Those were my three. Am I who Georgia? am I missing anybody that I Georgia? fucking freak? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really him. fucking good one. I, I gotta start. Who's the I, guy that went to I Dallas just, who uh asked out of New York? Oh I mean he's played like three games this year. See, he's irrelevant. I I, I don't have enough time in my day to justify <laughs> wasting any of it for him. Um, I want to start, I got to start writing more of these things down. Like, I wish I had like ongoing lists in my phone where I could just be like, who do I hate Dude, most in the NHL? The rantings of a madman. If you keep lists of people <laughs> that you don't know that you want to punch in the face. Good Lord. That's like, that's like Steve Buscemi in, in, uh, Billy Madison. You're going to be scratching people off while you're putting your lipstick on in your, in your room with your meth head neighbor. I just feel uh, like I'm missing. I just feel like I'm missing somebody. We'll dude. see if mine trigger. I also had Aho. Yeah. I also I put Peron on this list also as overrated, and I'd like to punch him in the face. Like I feel and like I have like three or four David Prons, but I just can't remember who they are. Alex Kalorn's another one. Fuck. Kalorn's a good one, dude. Pat Maroon's another one. <laughs> Fatty Patty's another Pat good Maroon one. Is a very he seems like a very nice guy. I just hate the way he fucking plays. Like there's got to be somebody on Carolina that I can't stand. Philip Forsberg's another one. 
Oh, I love Philip Forsberg. To punch him in the face. I haven't forgotten what he did to Bergeron. Oh, that'd be another. That's a really good underrated player. That's a fucking really good underrated Forsberg? player. Forsberg? Yeah. He, he, he played in a big market, dude. Yeah, with the way better. with the way he looks, yeah. too. Guys are rocking. Can you call Yanni Gord underrated now? That's another good one. Um I don't know. I feel like you he could pick you could pick any player. of the young guys on Arizona and call them underrated. No one wanted these fucking guys. That is true. Um God, I kind of want to make like a most underrated hockey team in the NHL. Give me four lines, six defensemen, two goalies, the most underrated team in the show. But they got Connor Hellebuck, so. And you have to fit it under the salary cap. Oh, That'd be kind of cool. You're never going to do this homework. No, not that. my brain can't do that much. <laughs> um, uh, and then we have one more. Best jersey. Uh, Chicago, 21%. Detroit, 15%. Um, New York, 15%. Toronto, 89 Montreal, 8.2%. Boston, 5.4%. So Boston, so the actually, the, except for the Boston, Boston's the least favorite original six jersey. I don't. Well, know I why. assume they meant the Islanders, right? When they said, "Yeah, that's fine." <laughs> but why is that? I th- I wouldn't put Boston last in the. Well, I understand the Boston. I mean, the Bo- Boston doesn't do. I mean, it's the you know the first American hockey team, so they don't mess around and do all the silly stuff. They did it once with the Pooh Bear. They really don't do it. It's just the B in different iterations. Um, like they Seattle. Like oh, the, the Rangers have Rangers, the iconic, but then they also have the crest and then they have the Statue of Liberty. So they have different, you know what I mean? Safi, Rangers, best jersey. Oh, That's shut up, Safi. Fucking right, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, Boston 5.4, Seattle 3.4, and Arizona 3.4. Um, I went Montreal 3, Chicago 2, Rangers 1. And then out of my not original six, if I had to pick a jersey. Oh, all right. Three. I see what you're saying. I think uh, the Colorado Avalanche jerseys are sick. Really? Yeah, I've I've always I they uh I think it's because growing up watching hockey, it was Colorado and Detroit when they had that rivalry, mm-hmm. and I've seen like all the pretty boys liked Detroit, so like Colorado was always kind of like the villain. So I always thought whenever like they were wearing their jerseys, like they were always kind of like yo, those are the bad guys. Like those are like the. I get you, it's kind of like a cool vibe to it. And I like they changed the color a little bit. I think it pops pretty good. If I went to the rink every day and those were the colors I had to wear, I'd be pretty pumped about it. So I'd put Colorado as my not original six. So I I did um well obviously I love the Bruins, the black Bruins. I love the red Chicago. I mm-hmm. act like the Statue of Liberty Rangers ones. I, yeah. I you know, I like those. But uh Calgary, I think the Calgary fucking unis yeah. are sick. Yeah. That logo is unbelievable. I also like the new Winnipeg logos with the jet. I like that one a lot. And then my favorite is always the Kings, the purple and gold crown. Yeah, you've I mean, always liked those. And, yeah, I love that. So those uh the Minnesota Wild third jerseys, like with the green and yellow. Those yeah, things those are fucking sick. If somehow I'm, I finagle my way to win an NHL jersey at this Kings watch party and I just <laughs> enter my name and I get it, I'm getting a Zuccarello. Rangers or Let me ask Minnesota you Wild. How do you feel about the Carolina Hurricanes wearing the old Hartford Whalers? I think it's dumb. I think it's so st- you're not the Whalers. Right. Like, stop trying to be relevant. Yeah. And whenever I think of the Hartford Whalers, I think about like that one kid who wore like a flat brim snapback hat and was like, dude, I'm an absolute beauty. I play fucking hockey, dude. Let me let me pack this fucking. Lip. You talked about someone specific. No, just like I just think of like those fucking young 
geeked out fucking hockey players that say that they play hockey, but they play like junior F and like don't know how to properly take a wrist shot. Wearing their like fucking flat brim snapback Hartford Whalers hats, pretending like they even knew. Name me one player on the Whalers. The that's what Whalers? I wanted to ask them. That's what that's what I would have loved. To oh, I thought you were asking me. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Actually, it's funny you said that. I met someone recently who's like, "Oh, I play," and he said a he said a college, and I go, "Oh, do you know blank?" Because I don't want to. But if Case's kid listens, yeah, and uh, he's like, "It it, it was club." Like back to like, funny. I was like, uh, sorry, buddy, didn't mean to blow up your spot there. Um, yeah, that's why I have, that was a, that was an easy three stars to do. Like that wasn't bad. Yeah, it was that was different. Yeah, um, sometimes our three stars are takes a lot of thought. That one was pretty easy. It was quick. Yeah. Um, and there's multiple and there were honorable mentions. So I'm sure yeah. you so you yeah. were all sorts of juiced up. Maybe that's that. the maybe that's the trick. You know, I don't have if I don't think about it too long, I can rattle them off. So you're saying to decrease time on three stars to have more three stars. <laughs> <laughs> Just so crazy it might work. <laughs> Dude, there was there was one point where you're like, All right, Ken, we're gonna do three stars this week. I'm like, okay, and like you name the first. I'm like, all right, cool. And you're like, okay, and we got five more. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Dude. Hey, so this is my question for you with the live podcast coming. My daughter is still wants to dye my beard. Yeah. Before the live podcast. Oh, dude, I don't know. I kind of forget what you look like with a dyed beard. It's going to be, imagine all this white, blue, or purple. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I told you. Don't do it. Don't do that, bro. Well, don't show. But we're we're doing a live podcast at Matthews. We're doing all these things. We have to be professional. And you're telling me you're showing up with a blue and pinked out fucking beard. Come on, no, man. I'm not. I'm I, I'm not saying it, it right now. As it stands, it's going to happen over February vacation. It's the week after. But okay, I was like, oh, should cool. I do it for the live pod? No, 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 no. No. Right, well, well, if I come down to Kings with a blue beard, you're gonna have to give me a Rangers jersey to match to wear. Dude, I I don't know who that man is. <laughs> Ken, 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 I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Lift up my shirt. There's four of us. It says K E D with an exclamation point. Ken, Ken, Ken. That man, you had one's dressed up like a British revolutionary soldier. Like, what the fuck's going on? I'm trying to get him to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, that's what we had for this. Actually, episode. can I tell you a quick story about him? Yeah. Go. Oh, this fucking idiot. They had a, there was a water a water main broke. A water main broke outside his house. And the town we live in, such fucking morons. They just put up like a little sawhorse and it said road closed, but they didn't close off the road. So everybody was just going around the sawhorse into the other lane, right? And going That's along right. their way. So he, I have a picture that his wife sent the group chat and she's like, oh, what's this? This is just my husband outside calling the police and yelling at cars. He's one step away from saying, get off my lawn. And uh, the, the cops came and they, cause people were buzzing and it was dangerous. He was right to do so, but uh, he got such a thrill out of this. I mean, the text from him, he, I, I'm trying to find it. He, uh, here's the picture of him outside his house, <laughs> outside his house on the phone, like looking at the cars. You see him? Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then he sent this video. Here, wait. Yeah, I, uh, here's the microphone right by me. 
This is him. Bad boys, bad boys. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I feel like this guy's just permanently roasted, dude. Oh, dude. He he sent that video. He's like, I am getting such a thrill over watching these cops write tickets for all these people that are bombing on my road. And then he made that ridiculous song. And now it's like any excuse for him to do any type of theater. Oh, too funny. He might be he, he might be our camera guy if we need if we need another set of hands at Matthews. He he said he's in. All right. I'll find yeah, out tomorrow. Bring him anyway, dude. I'm oh, yeah, I'm gonna ask him to go. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress to the nines for that thing, dude. I'm gonna. My wife's so mad. I go. I am curling my, uh, doing the mustache curl thing. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go peacoat, dude. I'm fucking. I, I'm gonna try to like because the way they walk into the rink, they. Look, oh they well, let's make sure she lets us do that. Well, I'm doing it anyway. I want to. I want to look good, and then I want to. Am I doing the mascot? We have things. We have things. We have. Yeah, things. I got a whole thing. I'm. I'm gonna ask her if. Uh, you got to think about anything tonight too that you want to do, but I'm gonna ask her if we can sit on the bench for warmups. So that's next Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So we should plan on doing a podcast next week and we'll talk strictly all-star game. We'll have an yeah. all-star game podcast. Probably won't be that long. 30, 35, 45 minutes. Yeah. Well, there'll be some games. I'm sure something will happen at the beginning of the week. Yeah. But maybe we keep that for the live podcast. So we have stuff to talk about. What do you mean? We're just going to, we're going to talk about the vibe at Matthews. And mm-hmm. then we're going to come, we're going to talk about the pregame. Then we're going to come out after the, after the first period, we're going to talk about what went on. After wait, the second oh, period, wait, what, 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 what? In my mind, that no, it's a what? lie. What do you mean? So this is what I'm thinking. We do, and we're discussing this live in front of three people. Yeah, let's take this offline. We'll take you this sure? offline. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Brownie, what do you have for the people at home? Nothing. Just as always, God bless you, Jerome McGinley, wherever you are. Black History Month. I hope you have a great Black History Month, buddy. I'm going to message your 17-year-old to see if he wants to pop on the pod and talk about the WHL. That'd be sick because we're going to backdoor it into getting Jerome on the bar. Yeah, maybe. That maybe. would be really cool. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we will talk to you guys shortly. Thank you. Bye.